Well, Marys, we have uh, reached the end before the end. Uh, we have our final five. Um, after, you know, a pretty great season. Uh, I I didn't know what they were going to do this episode. Uh, and I, I guess I was surprised that they mimicked regular, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race so hard with this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this challenge was, it's funny because, you know, we just, uh, in terms of recording schedules, we just recorded the season 11 top five episode. Yeah. And it was, and maybe that was the problem was I felt like, didn't we just do this? Like, haven't I just seen this? <laughs> yeah. I will say just at the top, because I don't want to let any more of this episode go go by without saying, P. Jean, that Jean Casitit is, is the best supporting actress of this episode. She was... I love, like, in terms of, like, guests Ugh. who help contestants, she is yes. my favorite. She is, oh, God, like, what a mom, you know? Talk yes. about a mom in the room. P. Jean. Just, P. <sighs> Jean. Now, you know that Jean is is the creator of the Drag Race Thailand theme song. She created that? Yeah, she's the oh. season two song. And she may have created the first one, too, but she created that one. That's her. Um, Equality, diversity. Gene mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Uh And I guess she was on season one at some point because I know that name. I, re- I recognize that name from debut season. Um, <laughs> but I just like, in terms of like favorite moments, like I, I know I'm jumping right in, but I just love when she's talking to Angela about her song and she goes, I love your wheel. I'll try, I'll try my best. And she does that thing. I love your wheel. She does that. I love your, she, I love your wheel. Your will. I love But she says oh, it in this kind of like, will. in this, in this like wine. She's like, oh, I love your will. <laughs> it's so cute it's so cute I, I i'll try my best like it's so cute um gene's great and i just um i just need i just want to name that right up front it, we don't do best supporting actress on drag race thailand but if we did she'd win yeah uh this was you know uh, we i'm finally seeing because you you have kept talking about this but i'm finally seeing art aria do the oh best human win oh thank you thank you pan pan like right like best human Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and finding so much joy with it like oh i love that like oh i you know um and that was just something that uh, made me feel good about this episode that this was in there um and yeah and not for nothing but this runway i don't know how they chose a winner here um the runway was stunning yeah you know I mean, I I definitely think in terms of, I mean, I think Kana did all the right things to to stand oh, out. I think she God. the risk paid off. That was yes. like hard to watch. Good, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think all of them were, all of them were great. There weren't any missteps at this point. I think it was, I don't know. I mean, I I, I guess I'm very. I was part of me was so surprised that the top three ended up being two of the two of the top three ended up being people who had missed challenges. Same. I was equally like, whoa. And I have I have some thoughts on that. Uh, some. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I love Angela, but it it seems like Angela like, I don't know. She could have gone home. You know what I mean? Like she could have. Yeah. She, she did well, great think- in the in the in the lip sync. If you like that type of lip sync. Like but there is. A lot of argument that, you know, Angela could have gone home. Um, I, uh, I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. Uh, why, don't we, why don't we jump into the episode? But before we do, let's tell our Marys what they're listening to. 
Well, they are, of course, listening to another bonus episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny on the Itchy and Scratchy show. Oh, right? How about that? Like, I feel like, uh, did they know? Was it, it was one of those things where you don't... Anyway, I'm Colin, and um, and, and I'm Poochie. Remember Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie? Yes, Poochie. Yeah. <laughs> Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, we are we are off to a, a, a bumbling start, but we are, I'm Colin, and we are continuing our recap of Drag Race Thailand Season 11 with the penultimate episode, essentially, the top five white elephants. Um, and I think we're also going to touch on the reunion as well, all yeah. in one shot today, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to touch on it. I I watched it once. It's been a crazy weekend and week, but uh, I feel like you'll have more thoughts about it than I did. I enjoyed it, but I... I don't know what I would say about it other than, oh, that was fun kind of going down memory lane with them. Um, yeah, I have like I two like or three highlights. Yeah. All right. We'll get there when we get there. Um, I, 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 I already referenced this, but Bandit's hat, the Itchy and Scratchy Show hat. I'm like, where can I buy that hat? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I, uh, I appreciated the deep cut. Um, <laughs> I also appreciate in just in general this episode, I like that. Candy Zionide looks like a librarian. She's got the little <laughs> white keds on yeah. and the past the knee skirt and the stripy sweater. Like it's the whole time she just looks like, you know, she's trying to cross reference. Um, I just, I don't know. Candy took seeing... center stage of this episode uh, for me. Like she, she was taking up a lot of the camera for me um, mm-hmm. in good ways. Um, not to jump too far ahead, but when um, Kana was kind of coaching Candy on what to write uh, and Kana was trying to like count the beats out for her, Candy's uh-huh. laugh, it was just, it was everything to me. Talk yeah, about the Queen her. of the North. Like she's the true Queen of the North if we're talking about Brooklyn Heights versus Candy. Oh, I know. I was going to say like there's so many comparisons you could make to season 11. I mean, I know we're people who are, no, I should just stop and say if you're a Patreon, you're probably listening to this you know, uh, like what, like in, what is it, May? Late May? Mm-hmm. Um, but this you may be a free skate, Mary, who is listening to this when we've released it to everybody like end of the summer, so if this feels like old news, um, patreon.com backslash Mary, and you'll have gotten it sooner. Um, but anyway, I feel like the comparisons to season 11, it's like Van, uh, Angela kind of had a Brooklyn Heights moment as well, where she like misstepped in the last week, and um, I feel like Bandit in some ways reminds me of of Brooklyn, where it's like everything is in place, but I'm just not as excited. Right, right. Bandit was set and ready to go with so much, but I think you mentioned this on the main episode this week, but it's kind of like we expect this from Bandit. She's not doing anything that's pushing the boundary. Yeah, yeah, and I think that, like, um, I I don't know. I think kind of having that lens and seeing how that was sort of Bandit's downfall this season was that he was – it's funny, Bandit, I don't I don't default to she for some reason because Bandit's drags feel so andro- androgynous. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, uh, I just feel like Bandit has always been solid but just has not – yeah, just hasn't won. I mean, I don't know if I would compare him to Vanjie, you know? no. Um, no, I mean, he certainly had a personality. He had a great Snatch Game character, but uh, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't, he's, he didn't have the pop that Vanjie had. And if I don't anybody, think he had the same. If anybody's like Vanjie, it would be like Candy. 
Um, or yeah. Vanda. Vanda, even. I think Vanda. Yeah. Right? With the voice. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. Like, um, I think Candy. I mean, Candy feels like, I don't know. I see what you're saying, how she feels like the star of the episode. I feel like, well, I said before that I. Um, it's weird that there are people who've made the finale who have missed episodes and she's missed a bunch. She also at the same time feels like one of the, the has the most star quality in the room. I, I, okay. I, I agree with you there. I, I will say that I, I don't, Candy won the, the, the main challenge, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she won. I, the, I, yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm I pretty sure she did. She, yeah. I don't think she, I don't think she should have. Um, the episode for me was won by Kana. Um, oh, I agree. All fronts. All fronts. I and I don't know why Candy won it. I, I, I thought she was second best, certainly, well, but I don't think well, that she, she was the best. And she won the like last two challenges. So like since yeah. she's been back, she's won all her challenges. Um, yeah. so she like, had the certainly... weakest runway for me. I mean, I, I don't know. Candy wasn't. I don't know. She's she has the star quality, and then when she does the challenges, I'm like. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I, I see. You know? Well, this week, I mean, I think it's funny. Like, if we're going to compare to season 11 again, I think that the performances in the music video, it was reminiscent of the final five performances on season 11, where I was like, oh, this is good. Okay, all right, it's mm. fine. And then kind of like when Evie showed up, when Kana showed up, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, right. this is amazing. Yeah. And I think that, like, Candy's solid. Like, I, there wasn't anything actually wrong with her. I think that she's fun to watch. I think she she does remind me of Angie in some ways, and that she's like, I just enjoy her personality. Um, for me, that's but, Vanda. Like, I love Vanda so much when she's, uh, you know, in the confessionals. Like, to me, Vanda is Vanji. V- Vanda is Vanji. There we go. <laughs> I don't. I Vanda's a different. She Vanda. Vanda. There's something about her. I don't know. I don't know who I would com- who I feel like she reminds me of other than Vanda. You know, she's just being mm. Vanda. Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess the question would be because you obviously were hoping to see Vanda in the top three. Yes, yes. I would have replaced uh, Candy with Vanda. Yeah, I. Uh, on you know, here's the thing. I think if we were going to look at track record, I would probably replace Kana with Vanda <gasps> because Kana. Kana has not Kana listen you think about it track record wise she you know lip synced a bunch of times went home came back still in the bottom and like last week did she win last week no she didn't win last week so she finally like peaks this week she was amazing this week but it's like if you look at the rest of her performance in the competition it pales compared to everybody else like track record wise but that's uh, I I get it I get it. I just love Kana's lip sync so much, Colin. I mean, I'm, I do too. I think she's great. And she killed this week across the board. The video, the yeah. look. She's, uh, you know, obviously the musical episode. She's a huge part of why that's such a, an amazing moment. Kana's incredible. And I'm not sad about her in the top three. It's just numbers-wise. I mean, people, we've been talking about Silky getting favoritism. Like, Kana, man, this queen has lip-synced repeatedly. She has, she's barely won anything. She went home, and she's still in the top three. Yeah, but even Art and Pan Pan admit, they're like, yeah, Kana probably shouldn't have gone home. <laughs> you know? Kana, Kana was good. I, I, would, I, would, I think a great top three. Not, not nothing against Candy. I, I think Candy's drag is great. 
but I would have put Vanda in that spot. I, I, I'm just so entertained and tickled by her. I was very surprised to see Vanda not in the top three. I don't know what she did this week that they didn't like. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, now, here's a question. Yeah. Like, do you think that there is any um, any merit to the idea that – do you think that foreign queens have a disadvantage on, on Drag Race Thailand? Well, they talk about that in the reunion, right? Um, and I think in the same way that uh, Latinx queens, Latina queens on dra RuPaul's Drag Race have a disadvantage – um, yeah, I hear that. Mm -hmm. There's a language barrier. There's a cultural barrier and uh, a communication barrier. And luckily, there's uh, subtitles <laughs> and translators on the set of Drag Race Thailand, which I think is more of a, you know, an advantage. But uh, I think they are disadvantaged. I think that there will be some things that are harder. Do I think that means that a foreigner couldn't win? Obviously not. I mean, the the winner of last season, not to Leah Pleacom won. So I, because she wasn't from Thailand, right? No, no. She, I mean, she lives in Bangkok. I think, yeah, she's like from China. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's like speaking the language. I guess when I'm thinking of foreigner, I'm thinking of like someone who language. speaks the language. Language, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we're the ones who invented the language. Language, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that there is. Yeah, I think there, of course there is. Yeah, I don't think that it means that they couldn't win, but I do, th like, you know, Courtney Act. Um, I mm -hmm. I don't think it means that they couldn't win, I, but it's, they just have to work a little harder. Uh, Courtney Act yeah. is a bad example because she speaks the language, but. Sure, um, sure. Well, you know. Queen. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at, like, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now just in terms of, like, you know, even, like, looking at the top three I mean, okay, so Vanda's out, like, sure. But I think, like, to have Angela and Kana and Candy left, like, just comparing track records still, like, Angela has five wins. Yeah, no, she has Angela is impeccable, yes. Five or six wins. Yeah, like, she has, she's done so well. Um, like, it just, I guess, I, I guess I don't think of Drag Race Thailand's finale the way I think of RuPaul's Drag Race's finale as being a different game. I still think oh, the track it's not, record matters. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I think it matters. I think they count it. I think what they bring to the finale is going to mean something. I don't even know how they're doing the finale. You haven't watched the finale yet, right? I have not. I have not watched the finale yet. I'm assuming. I know it's live performances. I know Angela does something pretty amazing. Okay. Um, I'm really excited to watch it. Uh, I think that'll be a, a really cool experience. I loved last season's finale so much. And then Same. the feedback that I've gotten from Matreons that have skipped ahead, they're like, the finale is everything. So I, I you know, I walk in with some high hopes. Um, I, yeah, you know, I guess I, if I were to choose who I wanted to see, yeah, it would have been Vanda, Angela, and Kana. I'm happy that Candy's there, but, you know, I can't help but be like, Candy and Kana, both of them? It seems a yeah. little, a little like, I don't know, if I was Bandit or Vanda, I'd be like, really, guys? Yeah, Candy missed three challenges, including Snatch Game. I mean, that's crazy. Like, Kana missed Snatch Game. Like, you miss, like, these iconic challenges, and you still get to, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or actually, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that's, um, I guess it makes the finale feel a little obvious. You know, either it's obvious who's going to win, or mm. it's going to be a huge robbery. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's no, 
There's no, there's one or the other, you know? There isn't kind of like, well, it could be this one, it could be that one, you know? Like, I think in debut season, I felt like it could have been Annie and it could have been Natalia, you know? Yeah, yeah, it could have been either of them. It, I don't, I didn't see Dearest All winning. No, no, she was the, you know, Alexis Mateo, Juju B, yeah. Right, right. Um, a, a really joyous, amazing moment during this episode was the choreography moment when Debbie, the master of voguing, uh, mm-hmm. taught was teaching them how to vogue um comparing it again to RuPaul's drag race um and I know that we shouldn't but we do because we have to and it also helps us celebrate the show even more but you have an expert in voguing you have somebody that like this is their thing and it's not shade I mean sure there was like some shade happening during during the choreo but there it was like a joyous moment and I don't know. I learned more about voguing watching this happen because mm-hmm. we actually saw them like going step by step, talking about different aspects of it as opposed to, oh, yeah, you move your hands up and down like this and then you kick like this and you go down like this. And this was like it starts like this. This is the walk. You got to start with the catwalk and you hold your legs like you have to pee. I'm like, I guess I could like follow along here, you know? Right, right. Like, I could do this. I could move my coffee table and do this in my living room. Yeah. Totally. Um, I mean, I I can't imagine it would go well, but it's nice to have the option. Yeah, I, I mean, Marco I think Marco would that, start attacking you. Catwalk. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. He'd be on the microphone. <laughs> you owe nothing. You're serving nobody. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I uh, he'll just heckle me. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I um I feel like this kind of goes back to some of the probably some other things we've we've compared RuPaul's Drag Race and Drag Race Thailand on, and just in terms of like, I think that there's I don't know I maybe it's like on Drag Race Thailand there's less of an effort to stoke the drama and to kind of like I I. I just think things feel things feel the things that happen between the queens feel more organic. And so maybe that's mm-hmm. why I get more attached to these queens. It's why I feel more emotionally involved. That's why the musical episode was so, you know, devastating. Whereas I feel like on RuPaul's Drag Race, obviously we can feel the production a lot more. And so I think that that connects to what you're saying about when I'm watching Ru- Drag Race Thailand, I'm more watching this kind of organic Rehearsal, even though yeah. they are kind of trying to show some tension of queens not getting the, the sure. choreography. And, and the whereas same thing, on, go ahead, sorry. I would just said, whereas on RuPaul's Drag Race, they amp that drama up to a 12 with Todrick and whatnot. Sure. Because, you know, it's like, well, we need something just in case, um, just in case the 48 hours of other television isn't interesting enough. Right, um, right. I, you know, I felt the same way about the recording with P. Jean. Another reason why I think we also fell in love with P. Jean, it basically felt like they were walking into her apartment and, uh-huh. you know, and obviously it was a recording studio, but, you know, it felt like that. There was this warmth there and the camera was real close, like it was... A, a small room that they were in and you know it's kind of how we would want the podcast uh part of RuPaul's Drag Race to be filmed where it's like oh we're in RuPaul's dressing room even if it was a set made to look like RuPaul's dressing room 
It would mm-hmm. still be like, you know, closer, more intimate. RuPaul would be out of drag or getting into drag, you know, like half drag. Mm-hmm. Like how great would it have seen would have been to see RuPaul in half drag and, you know, Michelle Visage with like one eyelash on. I don't know. Inner sweats. Who knows? Um, and yeah. then, you know, that crazy producer in the background. Like, why can't we actually see something like these real moments that are happening on Drag Race Thailand. I mean, I loved all of the P. Jean stuff because it we saw her actually twerk, uh, twerking, tweaking and um, giving them notes and being like, well, you know what? And that's actually not the English word here. Or actually, that doesn't rhyme. Or you know what? Your voice should go up in pitch a little bit because I'm, I'm thinking about you as a trans performer. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when Vanda is kind of doing her, you know, her her rap and then she kind of like she's like okay i need to breathe and then like gene laughs and says this happens to everybody like right. it's not a shade moment it's just this like oh yeah yeah no you're fine this is what everyone does they come in they run out of air we gotta like you know figure out how you can breathe and still do this and it's they could play that as like uh-oh is vanta in trouble or it can just be like how it really went down and i right. think that's what we get a lot of the times or more often i'm sure there's times there's some production or editing but i think more often on thailand we we get to see how it really went down and i think yeah go ahead it's more fun it's just i don't know yeah like it's more joyful and less dramatic the 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 feedback she gave to candy because candy's like i'm queen of the north and she's like you know maybe maybe that that joke won't stay you know next year and going back to angela with her trying to raise her voice up and pitch i don't think that had anything to do with gender or like because you're a woman, you know, you're a trans woman, your voice needs to be higher. I think it had to do with this is your drag character, right? Like this should sound different. There should be a different sense here um, mm-hmm. instead of Angela talking. Um, I, well, yeah. And I think the in terms of the lyrics and like the the fantasy that she's creating in those right. lyrics, I think the, the character fantasy, is exactly. more feminine. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Um so, uh, you know, and talking with Bandit, I'll bite down but won't let go. I, I, the, all of this was, there were really great human moments that I don't think you always get with Drag Race. I mean, obviously, Alyssa Edwards teaching the catwalk, I thought w- had a lot of really great performative moments. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't yeah. like two artists working. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and this and it seemed like you know in some of these cases these queens had met Jean before they've worked together so there was yeah. also that that familiarity we saw a little of it with Todrick and Silky where there seemed to be like a they really enjoyed each other's company mm, and they were having right. a good time together and it is fun to watch I don't know I think um, especially when it gets down to these like top five top four you get to these queens who have survived week after week I don't know like after a while you just like. The, this is the best of the best and you just kind of want to like celebrate that versus like trying to find where they're fucking up you know yeah i i enjoy that so much more i mean just the joy of that choreography rehearsal it, it mm-hmm. was everything for me it was so much fun i miss that um on drag race um in terms of the actual challenge the i will survive remix i don't have much to say i thought they all did really great um, obviously I think, you know, language barrier is tricky and, and all of that, but the, the, the video shoot and the dancing, like it all went really well. Like it, and that also doesn't surprise me because it seems to me like on drag race, Thailand, we've said this ad nauseum. So I'm sorry for repeating myself, Mary, but 
they are setting themselves setting up these queens for success. They we want to see them be successful. And so they're mm-hmm. going to show the best take. They're not going to show Vanda like fumbling over her dress. No, they're going to show like they want to produce a good music video. And so like th- the goal is to, you know, it seems is to create, you know, solid entertainment. And yeah, I thought the video was really fun. I thought um it only seemed like towards the end where it was like they were all supposed to be clamoring for the crown, but then it seemed like they needed to, they were like, oh, we have like a few, a few more bars of the song. So let me go back down the stairs and let me, you know what I mean? Like they were kind of trying to not get too close to the crown by the end and like strike their <laughs> final pose. So that felt a little strange. Okay. Um, <laughs> like it was just like, ah, I'm going to touch it. Let me like throw my arm back now. The song's not over yet. You know? Um it was kind of like they were playing red light, green light, one, two, three, and like it wasn't red light yet, you know. So that was mother a may weird, I? But, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was that. It was like red rover, red rover. We want Angela Nong over. Yeah. Um. <laughs> did you just come up with that? I fucking hate you, bitch. I, I did. Yeah, of course. What? Why would I have that like banked away? There's no oh, other. God. You're such a dick. Oh, you're you're yeah. very you're very funny. You're very funny. Thank, thank you, Cher's mom. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I thought the video was really fun. I thought the lyrics were fun. I mean, Kana, Kana is oh, incredible. God. Like, oh my god, with I the mean, dreads. I know. Again, yeah, that's a hot topic here in the states. But with those dreads and being that like boxer fighter, I was like. This is some fucking look here. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that she... I think that's, like, the thing I, I also really like about Drag Race Thailand is because of the filming schedule, every week is a total transformation for some of these queens. I mean, like... <laughs> right, right, right. It's just, like, I love it. Like, Candy, I think, you know, even... I feel like Tormai got, like, a... Got her chin done at some point during the <laughs> run of the show. I mean, like... It's just, like, every week it's a new thing. So, uh. um, but, yeah, I... I I thought the dreads looked good on her, and I'm not going to worry about my American point of view on that. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's a different point of view of that over there, because I know dreads, there's many people that I've spoken to where dreads also, also is what they say, also originated in India. So mm-hmm. there, there's a, a whole other thing. Um, uh, so who knows? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. So, yeah. Well, Mary, do you want to maybe change gears and talk about the white elephant in the room <laughs> yeah yeah i'll uh i'll open up that trunk sure <laughs> yeah uh it's you know it's peanuts at this point um yeah right <laughs> what you unpackaderming yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i'll never forget mary i'll never yeah. forget um, you big dumbo <laughs> Have you ever seen a white elephant fly, Mary? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't. No, I haven't. It is. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Um, I love, I love what they did with this challenge. I feel like it was a low-hanging fruit. Um, mm-hmm. With like, you know, white elephants are rare uh, in you know Thai culture. They're very important. And then I think the only one that grabbed the fruit was Kana that was like, oh my God, this is perfect to talk about the LGBTQIA experience. Oh yeah, totally. No, I think that, I mean, it's interesting because I think like Bandit, for example, had this like 
he was so kind of featured having this very specific like cultural Thai cultural point of view mm-hmm. and wanting to like bring that kind of history, which I thought was very intentional. And in, in the same way, I think Kano is being super intentional with this like allusion to, yeah, to, you know, gay rights and, and oppression and whatnot. And I, I think especially we've talked about this with Drag Race Thailand and like the, the, the ways in which the, you know, food and and taking care of old people like these sort of cultural things are brought into the show um you know food and old people that's what i think of when i think of thailand um i i think that i i love that there's room on this runway for both of those things you know yeah i i I guess i'm just thankful that there's room on this runway for what kana did the 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 thing that i miss on rupaul's drag race are is this like interpretation, this like performative runway mm-hmm. and the Queens do it so well. And this was the perfect opportunity to do that. And Kana's like worried the whole episode, like, Oh man, I'm the odd one out. Like, what if I didn't do it right? What if I didn't do it right? And the whole time, the whole time I was like, no, 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 you, you did it right. You got it right. It was, yep. what's the quote? What's the quote? Oh, fuck. I just fucked it up. You, you forgot. <laughs> you forgot. You forgot, no, you Kana. Did right. You did it yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I know totally. You're a goddamn star. <laughs> You're a goddamn star, Kana. Um, yeah, I, uh, I thought that, I mean, Kana, I mean, I, I guess it's like Vandas and Bandits, Vandas and Bandas and What's it? So am I. Um, but Vandas and Bandits were uh, <laughs> who's it's and what's it's sounds, uh, <laughs> or they were. They were both very beautiful. But I think much like Brooklyn Heights or even Akiria, I know we were comparing to the top five, but it's just that we just recorded that one. I feel like beautiful, but I don't know if I'm like excited in the same way that I'm excited by Kana. You know, you're talking about Bandit. Yeah, Bandit and Vanda. Both of them, I thought, were both really beautiful. Oh. But I don't know if they had the wow that Kana had, you know? And then Candy and Angela, I kind of think, were maybe the weaker looks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for me, for me, I actually liked Vanda more than Bandit because Vanda at least had a story. Um like there was that idea of being a, an outsider. Like she really connected with what, um, like what the, that El White Elephant meant to her. Whereas Bandit, it went cultural, right? It was about King Rama the Nine and and had that thing, but it it wasn't as nuanced. It wasn't as performative. Um, so that's why I was just kind of not there for it. Uh, as far as Angela goes, I I mean this was a wow. This was a wow. I, like you thought it was an amazing look? I thought it was an amazing look. I, the only thing that didn't work was her performance, right? So that's what yeah. kind of fucked me up. But I thought, I thought this was like, like, like eerily creepy, like, like weird uh, with the paper mache mask. And what Pan Pan, I thought, said was spot on was like, usually paper mache is cheap. Yeah, it was like a creepy, it was a creepy theater. And like, obviously she incorporated the sound effects and that little, you know, the trumpeting and all of that. And I thought that was really cool. I guess, I think it's just a matter of like, that was really cool, but like, this is the final runway. And 
Angela has done better things. And I think that's kind of what it was. It was like Angela has killed other runways. And this was like really cool. But I don't know. It, it Maybe it was just the performance. It just didn't like wow me. I just felt like Angela kind of... I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't work for me, and I am always looking for reasons to love Angela. You know. Me too. I mean, I. It was. It just wasn't. It didn't go as deep as some of the mm-hmm. others, right? It didn't go as deep. Yeah. Um, and I could yeah. say the same about Bandit. It. 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 I liked the dust and the smoke that came out. Like I thought it was a gorgeous, detailed mask. Like it was so great at the. At, but again, we've said this about Bandit before, and especially about the top five. It's like, well, I expect it to be fucking gorgeous. So it's like well, with yeah. Angela, I'm like, yeah, I expect it to be gorgeous, and I also want you to keep going deep because she has gone deep before. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what was missing in terms of candy. Not gonna lie, like this was this was the weakest for me because yeah. there wasn't. Nothing was said, and it looked pretty. It was also the simplest. It was fashion in the sense that, like, you know, the bows as ears. But I I don't know. It was not uh, compelling for me. No, I agree. It was I, – I wasn't – I wasn't excited by it. I think um, – yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, like, you know, you got to go with what sparks joy. And it was like Kana's just – you know, it, it just kind of grabs you by the throat. And so I, I think um, Pan Pan sums it up. I mean, this is great. And I think I'm going to remember this and keep this. Um, there are certain things, right, that we keep from Drag Race Thailand and RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just about what we wear. It's about how we craft a story. And it transforms you to a different place. And mm-hmm. I just when I was I was talking on the main episode about um uh, uh, busted queen. Um, you know, she looked like shit. <laughs> she looked like shit. Because yeah. that's her yeah. That's her drag brand. But she transformed us all to a different place with some of the lip syncs and the jokes that she was telling. Um, the four of us that were laughing. Um, but, right. And so when I look at Kana, I am, I am thinking about something completely different. I'm not thinking about... You know what color her wig is. I'm not thinking about what color her shoes are. I couldn't even tell you if she was wearing shoes. I am transformed I no to a different place, and so I that I think that's what I like with drag. That's what I like, and that's why you know there are some lip syncs. You know, Evie Oddly versus Brooklyn, right? That transformed us as we watched them, right? Um, when Roxy Andrews did that wig reveal, it was like, I'm not thinking about anything else right now except for how fucking fierce this is. You think about Latrice um, lip syncing to Natural Woman. I mean, it's just like you go somewhere else. So anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think if you compare it to like theater, for example, it's like well, you can see a show where like, I mean, all the actors remember their lines and, you know, the the script was interesting or whatever. And, like, you see a show and there's kind of that sense of, like, oh, cool, I, I saw that and then I left and I somebody asked me what I did last night. Oh, I went to see this play. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. But then, there's some show, then there's some shows you see where you're like, oh, my God, I forgot that I was sitting in a theater in the middle of New York because I felt like I was in this family's living room or I was in this place or I was, I was experiencing this because there's just, like – that added fuel. There's that added transformation that happens with good theater, with Ugh. with committed actors, and it has nothing to do necessarily with how intricate the set dressings are, or right, like right. you know what the right. costumes are, because right. you could see a bare stage and someone can completely transform it. And I think that that's 
so kind of to what you're saying, it's like where drag is like that is, well, I could see a queen lip sync a song and it's like, okay, cool. I saw that. That was fun. Yeah. Or you could see a queen like, you know, or just come out in a certain look and, oh, that's a pretty dress, whatever. But then there's these performances or these looks where you're like, oh shit, you, um, you created something. Yeah. You created an illusion. You created a fantasy. You took me somewhere else for a few minutes. And, um, I think that's what we're always looking for. Right. Yeah. With, with, is like that escapism or that like right. something to take me somewhere else or show me something new. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's just a different art form with the same intention. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, when I'm trying to put my finger on what, what I don't like about Silky, it's not that I don't like Silky. It's that her drag doesn't take me anywhere new. Um, oh, that's exactly what it is. I think it's I, a shame we didn't hit on that on the main episode because that's yeah. totally the problem is like Silky. Be, and they, oh God, I mean, that's exactly it. Because how many times was it like, well, it was funny, but it was just Silky. Like it was right. just Silky being funny. She never takes me anywhere new. Yeah. And Nina brought us new places all the time, right? So. Exactly. I mean, I think it's a lot of these queens, you know, Evie Oddly brings us Evie new places. Oddly, like yeah. I, Sasha Velour. Totally. I mean, mm-hmm. telling stories on the runway, Sasha Velour consistently, her lip syncs. I mean, yeah. Not, I mean, nightgowns, every performance does that, right? I, it's anyway, I could go on about that quote from um, Pan Pan. I just loved it so much. Um, I also, I think it's worth noting when they all came out, when the five of them came out, that was a gorgeous runway them all in white like that and their elephant mm-hmm. looks it was absolutely stunning um yeah the, the oh, win- yeah. they they announced the winner of the maxi challenge which is candy i'm just kind of like really um it should have been kana and then the winner of the runway which is obviously kana um yeah the, the theatricality of that was brilliant um and then we find out that there's a bottom three lip sync um and angela puts on an afro <laughs> i mean <laughs> I don't want to say nothing, but Angela, I mean, that was a really messy win. I agree. And I don't know if it was like rigor Morris because Pan Pan, did you write down the quote? No. (laughs) Pan Pan screams, work it. Take everything off. Come on. (laughs) Oh, oh, right. I remember hearing that. Yes. Yes. And, but like she brought out like that, that like baby doll prop at one point. What was that? The wig that? came off. It was almost. It was like oh, the wig came off. That's right. I mean, she had an impe- impeccable lip sync. Like she was lip syncing well, but too many props, too many gags. She had great dancing and turning all over the place. But we're talking about something that was all over the place. It was Angela. It was yeah. That was a messy win. It's a messy win. It was. I mean, I kind of felt like at that point she had to win. Like Bandit wasn't going to. And I think like again, just track record wise, like I just don't. I I. The only way Vanda could have gone to the top two is if she wasn't against Angela, you know? Right, right. Um, yeah. I mean, Angela, we also got Angela's tears, which were beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, she, like, lost her shit. Yeah. Oh, God. And then, um, you know, Bandit has that great little speech about wanting to be a better person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he became a better person and saw how much he could endure. Uh, I thought that was pretty beautiful. Um, yeah, Bandit, I think we mentioned this maybe last week, but Bandit is going to be one of those queens where you can go back and watch this season again and just like keep an eye on Bandit. Yeah, yeah. Um, bend it like Bandit. <laughs> yeah, it's ban- yeah, it's Bandit, bitch. <laughs> it's Bandit, bitch. Um, yeah, I mean, th- that's, that's all I got for this episode. Uh, I also wrote down some thoughts about being shocked 
that the two returning queens were in the top three, bitch. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, a goop. But you know, I guess obviously it's worth mentioning. It's you know, great to see two trans queens in the finale. Um, not that that's the only thing they're bringing to the table, but I guess you know, in the larger uh, world of drag race of RuPaul's Drag Race, that feels significant. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a goop. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a goop. Uh, I mean, yeah. So having not it's, watched the I mean, finale. It's exciting, for, it's exciting for activists. I feel like it's been a long time coming. It's almost like I could have called it um, based on yeah. how Pan Pan has been and what Aria, Art Aria has been saying. And um, yeah, I, I think obviously it's all on merit, but it's a nice, happy accident. Right. right. I mean, obviously Candy was brought back. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know. Uh, it, it wasn't Maya Biharo, you know, so, um, <laughs> who I forgot clearly, all about Mary. I feel so right? bad, but I forgot all about her at the reunion. I'm like, who is that? Which queen is, oh my God, it's Maya Biharo. Right. Well, like, so let's, and on that note, well, let's give a few minutes just to the reunion. We don't have to spend much time on it. Um, okay. yeah. I mean, I think in terms of my favorite parts, it's fun, you know, just to kind of use it as the segue is I really appreciated the Maya Biharo slash Tormai love fests, you know, the miscongeniality oh, moment. Yes. Yes. That, they I mean, that was were, a really, like, they were gushing over them. It was great. Mm-hmm. That was a really beautiful moment. And I thought like Tormai and Maya, it was like, Oh, these two sweet, quiet Queens. Um, you know, and they like, you know, Tormai talking about that of like, well, I'm really quiet. And so is she. And, you know, it's easy to be looked over. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I know that kind of queen. It's hard for that queen to really excel in this platform, but I'm so happy to see room for those kind of queens in this in this uh, competition. Yeah, and not for nothing, Tormai won Snatch Game. Tormai got pretty far. Yeah, no, Tormai, I mean, Tormai did well. I mean, she was, uh, she, yeah, she, uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia says she doesn't have any, like, episode wins, but she did win Snatch Game. Snatch Game, Um uh, yeah, no, I mean, she was great. I really enjoyed Tormai. I think she's a queen I would kind of go back and watch again. I remember when she first, like her first episode, she came out looking like she was, you know, doing the Sunday shopping with that, mm. like, that, and, I, and I'm into that queen, so. Um, I think the other queen that, you know, and not because we're, we're going to interview her, that I would, because uh, honestly, I would go back and watch Jeannie because what Jeannie reveals later in her run is that she's actually very calculating and um, tr- really trying to figure out how to win and how to be the piece of the pie that is missing. And I, mm-hmm. I, I love that about any artist that looks around at an art form and is like, what's missing? Let me feel that. Yeah. And I think that yeah. takes a lot of creativity. It takes a lot of nerve uh, and it takes a lot of talent and charisma. Sorry. Um, but no, it really does take a lot of creativity um, to, to be yeah. able to conceive something that isn't there. Well, I think a lot of the queens were kind of reading that as like, oh, she's looking around. She's taking ideas. It's like, no, she's actually not taking your ideas. She's <laughs> right, right. <laughs> not doing your idea. And so like all she's doing is making sure she doesn't do what you do, but she still has to come up with something else. Like I <laughs> – I don't think that's giving her an advantage. I think that's just kind of like in some ways that's giving her a disadvantage because she might realize, shit, I can't do a rainbow look for this pride runway because everyone's doing that. So I'm going to have to come up with something new, you know, like, you know, I think as, as Mocha says, like everybody's got their techniques and, uh, you know, you just have to be safe. You have to be like knowing that your drag is good and not worrying about what Jeannie's doing. Right. 
I mean, it would it'll be an interesting uh, discussion with Jeannie because I am curious to find out how the dynamic was with her. She was the only one that isn't from, you know, or living in Asia, um, and she's uh, yeah, she was kind of calculating. Like, I wonder if there was kind of a rift if she's you know stays in contact with with any of them. But she, I thought she she played a good game. I mean, she got she got very far. Um, and yeah. in, in the reunion, it was interesting that they focused on only that aspect of her game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because really, like, her her drag, I mean, the reason she went home is because she, it's kind of like Evie Oddly. She just, like, stuck to her aesthetic. Yeah, and, exactly. you know, always thought outside the box. And, I mean, Art even says, like, you know, you always think outside the box, but maybe this week that worked against you. Right. And, but at the end of the day, it's like she she was always doing interesting drag. I mean, it was always, there was always thoughtfulness there. There was always a story there. It was always something that like, wasn't just, it wasn't just that it was different from everybody else. It wasn't just that she did this and everyone else did rainbows. She did something like really thoughtful and really interesting. So, Mm, um, I really, I enjoyed her. And you know, it's funny is like, because so much happens in the middle of the season, you know, it's like after Tormai, goes home then they bring candy and kind of back and it's like the season starts over again yeah. that like dun, dun, i forget dun, dun. sorry yeah no exactly all right yeah baby peach on a bike starts all over again and it's like you forget like oh my god there was all this stuff with you know miss kim Hwai, and there was maya biharo and there was you know the silver sonic lip sync oh my you know, god there was the just silver like- sonic lip sync i you know what i was reminded i was you know i love the reunion i was reminded how much how brilliant I thought it was that the entire lip sync she tries to get out and then she does. I, yeah. That to, and I know she didn't mean it for it to be like that, which is why it, I guess, didn't work. But if that was the intention, what a brilliant lip sync, in my humble opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I could see someone like Ben de la Creme doing that on like intentionally you know like figuring out the nuances of doing that on t- intentionally to make right, it work right right like oh, i can't get out like oh doing the whole yeah. thing yeah choreographed right. struggle yeah yeah this was just watching someone try to open a chobani for three minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. What what else is hard to open um, besides jars uh, oh oh um, um oh you know what um it's like it's it's anything where you have to oh you know what it is mary it's like opening up a thing of goat cheese. Oh, oh, you're always trying to find that corner and then like yeah. get it to flick up. And you're like, fuck it. I'll just stick a knife in it exactly. and I'll just. Yes, yes. I'm just going to cut it out. I'm going to I'm going to free the cheese. Free the cheese. <laughs> free the cheese, honey. Free, free the, the goat. Cheese. Free the goat, honey. Free the um, goat, honey. Free the goat. <laughs> Yeah, I I uh, I just give up, and then and then sometimes I'll just like cut a hole, and then I'll just squeeze, and it's like fuck it, Ugh. it's coming out. <laughs> you are that's that's grotesque, Mary. <laughs> it it makes a squeeze bag out of it, and then I can just Ugh. apply the goat cheese you just, you, right do, directly do, onto my penis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just picturing you like squeezing it out into your mouth like it's cheese whiz. Like that's oh what I'm no. No, I'm putting it like on my on penis. your penis. <laughs> Come on, I'm not a monster. You know, you know what? I want to see you put it on ass to ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, <laughs> let me see a doctor about that. Um, oh, these jokes are cheesy, Mary. Let's move on. Um, yeah. The- <laughs> 
<laughs> they don't smell well, you know. <laughs> no, they don't. Good. I'm feeling a bit sheepish about these puns. <laughs> yeah. Stinky cheese. Be, be a lamb and move. Change the topic. Be a lamb. <laughs> Get your shears out. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, scissor me. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Will um, you please? <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, I want to mention I don't the lip sync in particular the sound effects. Oh, yeah. What was up with the sound effects, right? The, it was like that a was, shoo, shoo. <laughs> Yeah. It was like, oh, this is, this is not, this is weird. I mean, I'll say this because I'm not, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race is not immune to this because we didn't talk about this in the main episode, but they um, they added in the sound of Brooklyn break, cracking her knuckles before the lip sync. <gasps> I missed so, that. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, that's annoying. That's it's annoying. so annoying. Oh, I mean, yeah. It was just so egregious and so... <sighs> Um, so yeah, I, you know, drag race with unnecessary sound effects. Uh, also, I do not know how Katie Killer, Katie Killer, how she did not break her knee with that. What the hell? That was scary. I was like, holy fuck. She jumped off the chair, right? Yeah, she jumped from there. She really <laughs> did jump from there. Um, yeah, and she like definitely landed on her knee. I was like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not. Mm. Who knows? But, maybe, you know, maybe she was limping. Limping home like Evie Oddly after that cheerleading challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, she, she's got the little, the blue ace bandage. She's just doing that little, you know. But she heals dog fast. Paw. So you yeah, better watch yeah. out for Katie Killer. You better watch out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, oof. She's something fierce. Um, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I, you know, Silver Sonic, you know, I'll, I'll take her any day. Uh, obviously, Katie, I mean, Killer, Katie Killer killed her, right? Yeah, yeah, Silver Sonic is still... Silver, not gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Katie killed her, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. (laughs) Katie killed her, yeah. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. If we we're all we're all Art Mary, so I gotta do it. My Atlantis. If only I could Katie kill her. Oh god. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Johnny India. Yeah. That was a jagged little pill I just had to swallow. All right, Mary Jane. <laughs> Swallow it down, Mary. Yeah. Get out of my house. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're perfect. <laughs> yeah. The only way out of this conversation is through. Yeah. <laughs> How long will this take, Baba, to get you to shut the fuck up? <laughs> Baba. Baba. <laughs> uh. Um, uh, so so other... many words on scent. Okay, go ahead, Mary. Yeah. 
But no pressure over Cappuccino to make any more Alanis puns, you know? <laughs> you are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Let's get so, back into this conversation about Drag Race Thailand and eight easy steps, Mary. Here we go. Yes, yes. Um, I'm not going to make any more. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. M Stranger Fox wasn't there. Um, oh, that wasn't yeah. an Alanis we, pun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, it wasn't. I was like, was it? Is there, yeah. is there a song called There? Yeah. <laughs> like Stranger Fox wasn't yeah. there? No. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, here I am in the front row waiting, Mary. I can't. Yeah, um, I'm just waiting. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> we can't not. <laughs> <laughs> we can't not make these puns. These are just, you know, our precious of illusions. Entanglement. Oh, there you yeah. go, Mary. There it is. There we yeah, go. Yeah. All right, here's a moratorium on all things puns. Um, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done. We're, we're done. done. Oh, God. Uh, we're uninvited. Okay, now really. Yeah. Yeah, now. <laughs> I'm carrying a torch for all these puns. Um, I'm a vulnerable man right now. Anyway, so these are like deep cuts. Surrendering, um, Mary. Surrendering. Yeah, That's completely. what we're doing. <laughs> completely. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay yes, <laughs> I stopped. Yes, I didn't yes, do it. Yes. I was right, like, good, nope. Good, no, good. Colin, bite your tongue. Oh, that I um, would be good. Okay, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, you have to stop. <laughs> I have to stop. Uh, okay. <laughs> you ought to know when to quit. <laughs> uh, here, can you handle this? <laughs> um, no. Did you so, think about your? Sorry. <laughs> did you think about M Stranger Fox or Silver Sonic or Katie Killer? <laughs> All I really want is to get back to this reunion. So let's yes. talk about the host. Um, so who is this host? Um. Oh, this guy. I don't really know. I maybe he's like Thailand's Carson Kressley. I don't. I don't know Carson what Carson Kressley. Um, oh, Carson Kressley. Yeah, I thought you meant Carson Daly. I'm like, what? Oh, maybe that's what I meant in my head is Carson Daly, but I said Carson Kressley. Oh, um, okay. That's what I meant. I meant I, like if yeah, he's like more, maybe I. I maybe he's more of a Ryan Seacrest. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we did see Carson Kressley host that awful build interview. Oh God. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be bad. interesting to it'll be interesting to go back and watch that. I I will say I yeah. found out I found out that Mon, Monet now has like this whole series with Build. I'm like, girl, why are you getting in bed with Build? I know. Seems like I know. A, a wrong move, right? I'm like, right? Girl, it's you, like you have a great like LP. I'm like, run with that. It's fucking phenomenal. Right. Huh. Yeah, I know. And I don't it, like drag strange. race music. Like, I really don't normally like drag race music. But Monet, I mean. Sh- Right up, right up there with Trixie. I mean, it's just like whoa. There's- yeah, I mean, I think the idea of her having like a talk show or interviewing people or like you know using her personality for something is great. But I don't know. Maybe build. I've I've seen other stuff builds done. It just it doesn't feel. Legit. I mean, it feels like why don't you why don't you just have a show on Wow Presents? Yes, you know what I mean? yes, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, all right. What else on this uh, reunion, Mary? Uh, any other stray thoughts? Um, no. I mean, I think we've kind of covered everything I wanted to talk about. It was fun. I had a good time at the interview. I thought the way the whole Gim Hwai disqualification handle, was handled, how that was all handled was really funny with the whole scooter joke. Oh, you know, yeah. That was kind of sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Like, I think 
there was an interesting, there was a good sort of tone about it all. Um, it was a fun, yeah, it was a fun reunion. I, I thought it, it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and it wasn't um, shady. They didn't like no. run to that spot. I know that Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race is like go straight there. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, why not celebrate the highlights, right? Why not, you know, fix the wrongs? Yeah, totally. And I think that like, um, you know, in terms of like seeing, you know, the top three and, and you know, that feeling of, oh, these are, you know, these are our finalists. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I... I was saying before about like Kana, you know, her track record isn't as strong, but like the way she carried herself at this reunion and the way she speaks and the way she gave Tormai credit for being helpful, like Kana carries herself like a winner, you know? And she she looked phenomenal. She looked the best of the top three in my opinion. Yeah. And so like, it just goes back to say like Kana is an amazing drag queen. She didn't do as well as Angela, for example, on the show, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that has any bearing on like how good she is. So, I mean, like, I'm still happy to see her, you know. Oh, so so proud to see it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, let's let's end our episode there. Uh, Mary's Matreon's uh, Free Skate Mary's. If you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com. And if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also. And you can hear more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance. Uh, you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram, Colin Drucker underscore. Um, if you're a free skate, Mary, and you would have wanted to hear this sooner and you want to hear a lot more Patreon episodes, just go to patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. And if you're already a Matreon, well, you know, God love you. Oh, God love you. Um, well, that's all we got, Mary. Now it's time for... Baby Peach on a bike. <laughs> Here we go. One more time. Yeah. Uh, see you later, Marys. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>